Happy Tuesday, Syracuse fans. This is the Locked On Syracuse podcast. Thanks so much for checking out the show. Tyler Aki alongside Tim Leonard. Check out the show on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse. The only place for you to get daily Orange podcasts. All right, today it's all things Alan Griffin, the lauded Illinois transfer who's coming to Syracuse. Will he play next year? Will he play a year from now? We don't know. But what we do know is we've got on the line Tristan Kizik from the Champagne Room, the SB Nation site covering all things fighting Illini. Tristan, thanks so much for joining the show. First, before we get into Alan Griffin and a little bit of Illinois hoops here, how are you and the family doing during this quarantine? Yeah, uh, thanks. First, I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I was actually in, on vacation, like in the middle of everything happening and uh, kind of had everything shut down on us. But I'm back home now in Champaign and just been hanging out with my cat the past few weeks, watching a bunch of Netflix, as I'm sure a lot of people have been doing right now. You watch Tiger King yet? I have not watched Tiger King. Um, I've been on an Ozark kick. I, I blew okay. through the last two seasons of that. and I'm also a big Money Heist fan. Um, so that, that's a good one if you haven't seen it. I've heard good things about Money Heist. I've seen that kind of trending all over Twitter and stuff like that. So that's another one I guess I might have to add to my list. All right, so... You, you've covered Illinois for a little bit, and you're from the, the Champaign area, as you told us before we got into this interview. So I guess Alan Griffin, all right, this is a guy who his numbers maybe don't look great on the surface, but again, everything you have to look at is in moderation because he did average only 18 minutes per game and still was able to put up some, some good numbers given the amount of time he's been get, he was given on the floor. What did you really like out of Alan Griffin's game? Far and away, his motor. Um, I think multiple times this year watching games, I said to myself, wow, Alan looks like he's the only one who wants to be out on the floor right now. Um, I know a lot of people probably notice his, his three-point shooting percentage. Like That's what a lot of people are anticipating is, is getting a good shooter from behind the arc. But Man, he really attacks the offensive glass just as good as anybody else that we had this past season. Um, I think he was our third leading rebounder total. Um, so I just I loved his energy. He's always got a smile when he's out on the floor, um, and he never takes a playoff. I, I think there were some growing pains maybe his freshman year, not knowing where he's at, supposed to be at on defense, but he never took a playoff with his energy, I, I'd say. What's his reputation, I guess, amongst the fan base there? Because it seems like, as Tyler said, he didn't play a ton. And I know he kind of had some incidents with Purdue and stuff. I'm just wondering, based on the fan base and someone who was close to him, you said before that you're going to miss his game. So it seems like people really liked him there. Yeah, Allen was a fan favorite. Um, I think it's safe to say that. Um, He took a big step from his freshman year to his sophomore year. I think he averaged over 10 more minutes per game um, and really increased his percentages, um, three-point, free throw, rebounding, points per game. He took a real big step up. I know entering the year, um, a lot of Illinois fans were concerned about the wing position. Um, We had a lot of unprovens. Allen didn't show too much his freshman year, um, along with Tevian Jones, who's now also transferred out this within the past couple months. 
Um, but I, I would say he, he filled in quite nicely, honestly. Um, and I think there are more people even vying for him to be in the starting lineup. I think he started one game his freshman year and one game his sophomore year. And the start Alan Griffin crowd was, was definitely out there. Um, but yeah, like I said earlier, his motor, uh, is what kind of blew me away. Um, he's not one to, to lollygag down the floor. Um, he crashes the boards really hard. Um, and I think he's going to be missed by Illini Nation. It's interesting you bring up the whole motor thing. So I know there's guys who they have a motor, and but they don't necessarily play a ton of minutes. In the instance of Alan Griffin, is this one of those things where he knows, okay, I'm only going to play maybe 20 minutes tonight. So I am going to give 120%, whereas – if I knew I was going to get 35, 37 minutes out there, maybe I'm taking a couple more plays off. Yeah, I think that might be the case. Um, and it could be different uh, with the zone. We, we didn't run a whole lot of zone at Illinois. And I'd say um, his defense is what hurt him the most, what, are, what took him off of the floor. Um, like I said, there were some growing pains for him defensively. Um, and I'd say that's what caused his lack of minutes, I guess. Um, but I think you'd see the same type of production out of Allen, whether he was playing 15 minutes or, or 30 minutes. Um, I, I, I feel like that's just the type of player he is um, after watching him the past two years. Um, I, I can't recall a game, in my opinion, where Allen went out there and just kind of wasn't himself or didn't seem to have any energy. Every, every time he hit the floor, he he was – one of the number one scoring threats on offense. So I don't maybe with an increase in minutes, um, you might see that decline a little bit, um, but I wouldn't think so. A lot of the discussion now around Syracuse is kind of where he fits into the 2-3 zone because he's 6'5", 195. You could see that maybe being good for the top of the zone to have some size, but also you mentioned earlier how he crashed the boards and his rebounding numbers look pretty strong. And I think a lot of people kind of view him as a forward. Do you think he has the frame and the defensive skill set and the rebounding to play maybe a little bit bigger position than just his six five frame? Yeah, uh, Illinois. We ran a lot of um, smaller lineups this year. Um, Trent Frazier is only like six one. Andres Felice, roughly six one. Um, and, and Alan was in there with those guys quite a few times um, and found himself at the four position, uh, I'd say a handful of times. And I think he's capable uh, of guarding down to a four. Um, in a two-three zone, he, he's probably playing one of the, the outside. Um, I, I My my zone. <laughs> one of the wing spots. And, yeah, he's probably playing one of the, the wing spots down low. Um, but yeah, I'd say he's certainly capable of, of guarding a four if he had to. He can definitely rebound out of his own. Was this transfer mostly a minutes thing, or is there something else why he's no longer with the Illini? Mm, I, I don't want to say too much because it was only rumors um, of some off-the-court stuff both family and, and personal um, of him here at Illinois. I don't think it was uh, a personnel issue. Um, I don't think it was anything between him and Brad Underwood or 
him and any of the players. Um, but like I said, I, I can't, can't confirm that and haven't seen it confirmed. So I don't want to spread too much, but I don't think it was any issues um, in the locker room or anything like that. I find it a little bit surprising, though, that he only played 18 minutes a game. And I guess you kind of touched on it earlier, saying maybe a couple of people thought he should have started some games and he was a threat out there when he was out there. So do you think he deserved more minutes at Illinois and maybe that did play somewhat of a factor? Uh, I think the case could definitely be made um, for Allen to have seen more minutes. It was His numbers were a little bit more consistent um, as the year went on. Um, but I'd say that was probably the biggest thing for Allen is being consistent. Um, you never know when he was going to go out there and put up 24 like he did against Northwestern Northwestern towards the end of the season. On what I think it was like six of eight shooting from three. Or if he was going to go in, pick up a couple fouls and in the game with zero, three points. Um, so that was probably one of his bigger issues. But I think a lot of that was just learning on the job for him um outside of the purdue game um when he picked up that flagrant two and got ejected i think there was only one other time where he played single digit mid minutes all year um so i i think he he definitely could have seen the floor a little bit more when you bring up that purdue incident where he, where he stomps on a purdue player's chest after a play is that something that Syracuse fans should be worried about? Like, is composure an issue for him? Uh, I There was, like, one other instance of, of like, an on-court uh, deal with Allen, and I think that was the Bragging Rights game in the zoo um, about halfway through the year. Um, it was – I wouldn't say it's anything to be concerned about in the future – um, I, I think it was just a heat of the moment type deal. Um, and I, I don't expect to see a lot more of that out of Allen in the coming years. Um, I think he realized that he messed up. And after the Purdue incident, um, there wasn't any signs of any aggressiveness or boneheaded plays like that the rest of the season. The three-point numbers are obviously great for him. And we kind of touched on that earlier. But what outside of that is stands out in terms of his offensive game how would you describe him as just an offensive player as an offensive player uh he moves well without the ball um kind of shaky with the ball i will say that um there were a couple times where i saw him dribbling at the top of the key and maybe look like he shouldn't have the ball in his hands um but like he crashes the the board super hard which is kind of what surprised me um he had a couple putback dunks this year that really kind of blew the roof off the place. Um, See, so I'd say Moose, he's your typical wing, I'd say. He's not the best ball handler around, but he's a really consistent shooter, plus rebounder, great athleticism, and, and he's really long and lanky. And I think in a zone like Syracuse runs, his length can, can really bother some people. So Illinois was a tournament-bound team if we did end up having a, a March Madness this season. Where would you rank him on Illinois in terms of most important players on a team that was bound to to go to the big dance? He's probably number three or four, in my opinion, outside of 
Iota Sumu and Kofi Coburn. Um, he was really probably the most consistent offensive threat outside of those two. Um, and he, he's the X factor for this team, I would say. Um, if Allen goes out there and, and gives you 15 points, chances are Illinois is probably winning that game. Um, but if he goes out there and scores, like I said, two or three, um, chances probably aren't so good that Illinois wins that game. But, yeah, I'd say he was probably the third or fourth option offensively for Illinois this season. Pretty solid for a guy who was coming in off the bench. I think the more we talk to people about him, one word that sticks out is talent. And, you know, you said that he made some progress from freshman to sophomore year. What would you say is his ceiling maybe two years from now, depending on where this transfer rule sits, just basically whenever he is a senior, what is his ceiling? I think you're looking at a guy who plays right at or around 30 minutes a game. Um, Definitely be a starter his junior and senior seasons. I think he was on track to be a starter next year for Illinois. Um, But I think he's a a guy that can go out there and give you – I don't know, probably somewhere in the low teens as far as points go um, per game. He could easily pour in 13 or 14, I'd say, the next two years. Um, and I think his, his rebounding numbers are going to be at probably somewhere around six or seven a game um, just with the way he plays. Um, so I, I don't think it's, it's out of the blue to expect somewhere around 13 and six or seven from Allen the next two seasons. So I, I think uh, an interesting thing with him too, is that his father is an NBA coach with the Toronto Raptors, won a ring last year. And I mean, by the time the next NBA season starts, he might be a head coach in the NBA. Did you kind of see that coach's son in him a little bit? Because that's something that Syracuse has right now with Jim Beheim and his son, buddy on the roster. But are there any instances of, yeah, you can tell he's a coach's son because he just thinks a little differently than some of the other players out there? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so, um, just because he doesn't really have it's it's harder to see that in a guy who doesn't play with the ball in his hands. And Allen didn't play with the ball in his hands a lot um with Illinois. Um I feel like you can see that a lot more in like point guards, um, but it's kinda hard for wings to show that um, I wouldn't say his basketball IQ blew me away by any means. Um, I would, he didn't go out and, and make super smart plays that are going to wow you as a coach. I feel like, um, but as he matures, uh, I think you could, you could maybe see that more in the next two years. What do you make of his shot selection? Um, I don't feel like Allen ever really took too many dumb shots. I was most confident with the ball leaving I or Allen's hands um, behind the arc this season. Um, I can't think of a of anyone I'd rather have shooting a three at any point in the game than Allen, um, and I, that shows in his three point percentage. He didn't really take too many dumb shots um, when he was going towards the rim. Um, I feel like he made the right decision for the most part. Um, I, I'd say his shot selection overall was really good for his role. 
So Aaron Wiggins ends up winning the the Big Ten Sixth Man of the Year out of Maryland. How close do you think Allen was to winning that award? And was there a lot of buzz around it? Um, I wouldn't say there were a ton of there was a ton of buzz around it. Um, there probably was more buzz for Andres Felice winning that award actually, um, just because he played and he was a senior for Illinois this year who came off the bench. And um, he really kind of commanded the offense if Io or, or Trent Frazier were struggling um, in the backcourt. Um, that was such a tough award in the Big Ten this year. I thought Micah Potter um, from Wisconsin could have very well have won it too. Um, but I, the, the case was there for Allen as well. What are some things that he could work on to kind of reach that potential the next two seasons? Um, I, defense, um, for sure, um, which won't be as big of an issue um, in a 2-3 zone. Well, I guess learning the system there. Um, and then just being comfortable with the ball in his hands. Uh, late in the shot clock in our half court, a lot of times Illinois likes to run like a, a three-man weave around the top of the key. And Allen doesn't always look the most comfortable um, with the ball in his hands. Um, mind you, he doesn't really turn it over um, a whole lot, but he's definitely a little little bit shaky with his handles. So there's this whole topic of debate right now. Not necessarily debate, but it, it'll be settled in the next couple of months. Whether or not the NCAA is going to allow these transfers to basically get off without having to sit for a year in between transferring. Is Allen someone that you think would benefit from having a year off, especially in what's looking like will be a shortened summer of off-season workouts? Or is this a guy who you think you could put him in tomorrow? If there was a game tomorrow, you'd be confident that he can go out there and fit in pretty seamlessly. Uh, I think in a situation like that, he he would be fine. Um, But just looking at the two systems, um, I know Illinois and Syracuse don't necessarily – I don't. I don't know too much about the offensive side of things, but I know he, the the two three might be a little bit uh, of a learning curve for him. Um, but like I said, I feel like if there was a game tomorrow, he would probably be fine. Um, and I, I don't know. I, you never know with the NCAA, and I expect him to be more lenient um, in the spring with everything that's going on, granting transfers, immediate eligibility. Um, but if things do continue as planned for next year and basketball starts up this fall, then I think Allen will be fine and won't necessarily show any hiccups um, come game time. All right, last one for you, Tristan. We've talked so much Syracuse. Let's talk just one little Illinois quick hitter right here for you, all right? One of the greatest games, not just in Illinois history, but really in college basketball history. I think it got voted on one of those millions of polls that have been put out during the quarantine as the greatest game in college basketball history. But the 05 comeback against Arizona. Be honest, have you been watching it on repeat since the quarantine started? (laughs) Um, I've definitely um, seen it probably at least twice during quarantine. Um, And I I make sure to go back and watch it. probably I'd say about once a year um, hmm. just because that's the fondest memory for Illinois fans. Um, mostly because 
I'd say for the most part, this fan base hasn't had a whole lot of fun the past 15 years. Um, like I said, we were getting ready to snap a, a seven-year tournament drought um, last March, with and then the whole global pandemic thing happened. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say a lot of Illini Nation holds on to that game um, pretty dearly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, don't blame you because, I mean, that is Illinois' version of the Virginia comeback. So, Orange fans probably in the same boat because they've been definitely watching that Virginia comeback on repeat and probably the 03 National Championship as well. Anyway, Tristan Kizik, thanks so much for the time. Check out his work on SB Nation's The Champagne Room, and you can also throw him a follow at tkizik20. And if you got any other questions that we missed, for Alan Griffin. Go ahead and tweet him at tkizik20. I'm sure he'll gladly answer those for you as well. Appreciate the time, Tristan. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I appreciate it. I uh, hope you enjoy the next couple seasons of Alan. All right, good stuff there from Tristan Kizik. Hope you learned something because I know Tim and I both did about what Syracuse is getting in Alan. Again, I think the big thing there that he pointed out was the motor of everything. So, be sure to check out his work, and tomorrow, Tim and I will be back, the two of us. We're going to talk a little bit of football recruiting, because there seems to be a little bit of news out there on the recruiting trail, and you're going to want to follow us at LO underscore Syracuse as well, because we are going to dive into one of the Twitter games we did, the three-on-three thing that we put out there on our Twitter account, so you're going to want to check that out, get your responses in, and we're going to throw back some of our favorite ones here on the show so that's on tomorrow's episode and i'm sure some news will break because that's what's happened in this offseason for syracuse seemingly every single day all right so for tim i'm tyler we will talk to you tomorrow